those families where you got things like clothes and shoes once a year. Um, and then leveling up into this, this world where it's normal for you to get clothes like regularly and as you need it, you know? Uh-huh. There's not such a large emphasis on keeping it clean and taking care of it. I've, I've noticed how and why it can be difficult to let go of some of those habits or ideas or beliefs because you get to a point in life where you finally have something nice or something you've always wanted, right? And you want to take all this extra care of it and you have all this pride in it and it, it, like, it comes out, it shines through you. Um, but for other people, it may have been the norm growing up. They're like, yeah, you're, you know, you're supposed to have clothes when you need it, and you know, you're supposed to, <laughs> you're not, you're supposed to have, you know, different pairs of shoes for different occasions. Mm-hmm. You know, not just, not just a pair of cross trainers that you hope to work with everything. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean. I'm laughing, but it's just funny when you say it like that. But yes, it's not cool, man. It's not cool. Yeah. And it creates this idea that, like, okay, so when I, when I came first to go about a little bit of money, uh, I, I first thing I did was go about buying all the shit I wanted with no mm-hmm. thought of how, with no, you know, I, I was a very, I didn't put a lot of thought into the things I was going to buy or what I was going to do with the money. You weren't mindfully spending money. Hell no, I was just fulfilling old wishes. But that's okay because I'm working on some other things mm-hmm. that are going to bring in more mundane things. More mundane So anyway, letting go of thoughts and abundance. It you there's this I, like okay so there's a reason. It comes back to success being a habit. There's there's just certain things people do and and ways that they live that breed abundance. Yeah, it's like a mindset and a, a way of speaking yeah, and, every, and thinking and doing. And everything out there, everything out there works, but everything out there is, is put out from like a, a, it's put out there from an individual that is reaching out to their kind of people, you know, to their ideal client. So there's a lot of coaches out there, there's a lot of teachers out there looking for their ideal client. You, we just have to educate the client on how to find their ideal teacher, you know? So it's there. But once you realize, oh, having a budget starts off as a pain in the ass because most things you don't know how to do, do, because there's a learning curve, right? Sticking to it, but writing one out and sticking one to it seems like a pain in the ass, but you notice that the people who have money usually stick to some sort of spending budget during the month or something. And you talk to millionaires that that talk about uh, living below their means a little bit Uh just because... You know, money isn't everything, and you want to have money tomorrow and forever. Right. And you don't want it to be anything you have to stress about. <coughs> um, it becomes a lot easier to take all that on when you're like, oh. But then it all comes down to your shifting identity, man. You grew up doing and being and thinking a certain way. Yeah. It it's the really scarcity slash poverty yeah. identity. It really, it, for some people, it could really start this this battle within, this internal struggle. I'm telling you, that's what's happening. There's multiple internal struggles happening. And it's all coming from the... It's like an identity crisis that we're having. 
because the identity that we've built, the world and, and those that were all jacked up in their own way that help us build the jacked up identity, it goes against the natural organic way of our true unbreakable identity. And so that's why it's like these two twins battling it out for your attention. <laughs> and then when you realize that's happening and you realize why it's happening and then you understand why you keep picking the self-saboteur slash self-critic slash, you know, limitation, um, then you go through like what you're saying. All that work, the work of painstakingly rewiring through daily reframing, creating new feedback loops. That's why this shit's not for the faint of heart. Because that you got to clean your mind, your body, your heart, and your soul pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, and it takes any tears, any wounds. Your mind, your brain, and your head. No, I mean, think of, well, I mean, it's, there's, a, <coughs> there's a brain in your head you got to clean up. There's a brain in your heart that you got to clean up. And there's a brain in the belly that needs to be cleaned up. And a lot of trauma and stress and just worldly responsibilities and stuff that we've made a total priority and forgot the other software that's inside of us that needs a fucking tension. And that's when I found Paz Mesa. Paz Mesa. That's just a, a word that we will be using a lot more of in the coming years. And I'm really excited about it. Life is about finding and returning, returning to the peaceful state. How do we make that happen? How do we get so far removed from peace that we became addicted to pain and suffering? How do we all get addicted to pain and suffering? We all have our individual stories, but then we have the collective stories that got us in this pool of mushy goo. And we, we've all been believing that we were the pool of mushy goo and we keep acting like the pool of mushy goo and we don't need to anymore. We can learn everything from it and rise above it. We all deserve to be abundant, but we must first feel abundant and feel worthy of abundance before we can attract it on the regular.